Welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence, Ask the Experts, a live bi-weekly show to help you know what to do and what's new in digital marketing for 2021 and beyond. Ask questions, suggest topics, and grow faster with actionable insights and proven strategies from the world's leading experts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence for Entrepreneurs Ask the Experts. I'm Marissa Morgan. I'm your show host today, and I'm also the Business Development Manager at Engage. On behalf of myself and the team at Engage, I want to welcome you to today's show. Today's topic is one that I'm really excited to talk about because it's a hot topic in digital marketing, and many of you want answers about influencer marketing. So today we're talking about what you need to know to take advantage of this growing trend of using influencers in your marketing, in your branding campaigns. And we may even learn a few tips on how to become an influencer yourself, whether that's in your niche or for your brand or on a personal level as well, if you are your brand. So we're going to talk about that in just a moment. Our speaker today is a keynote speaker, an award-winning author. He also has his own podcast and a blog as well, so he's quite the influencer in his own right. I'll introduce our guest in just a moment. Before I do that, though, of course, I got to give a shout out to our brand, Engage. If you're not familiar with Engage, we are a platform-based software company that offers you and your company tools, right? Tools to grow your business, tools to scale, and also tools to help optimize the customer experience. Because we all know that in today's competitive marketplace, optimizing your customer experience is the best way to maintain loyal customers, get sales faster, convert customers faster. So it's all about optimizing your customer experience. You can check out Engage.com after today's show. And our website is www.engage.com. That's N-G-A-G-G-E, a fun play on words because we're all about engaging with your customers where they are, when they want to engage with you. So check out engage.com after the And then one more tidbit that I want to mention because it directly pertains to influencer marketing. And that is a new program that we launched about two months ago. And that program is called Engage Live. You'll be able to find out more about this program at www.engagelive.com. But I just want to tell you a little bit about what that program is, because if you're looking to become an influencer, it's a great way to get started. Our program does a few things for you. We actually help you get the ball rolling in two ways. We can either teach you how to get on board and start your own podcast or live stream or both. We can teach you how to do it or we can do it for you. So there's two different ways that we can help you launch your influencer career. What we help you with is a proven show strategy, access to streaming software, email script, media kit templates. Maybe you need a moderator, somebody like myself to host an interview. We can teach you how to promote your show, 
give you links to repurposed video and also access to analytics as well to see how well your show is being received and whether it's hitting your target audience. Check out EngageLive.com after today's show if that sounds like something you might be interested in help with. Okay, without further ado, it is time for me to introduce today's amazing guest who is joining us live from Knoxville, Tennessee. His name is Mark Schaefer. And if you don't know Mark, you need to. And here's why. Mark Schaefer is a globally recognized keynote speaker, as I mentioned, an educator and also a business consultant and author. We'll talk about a few of his books during our show today. He has worked in global sales, PR, and marketing positions for about 30 years. So I think he goes back to those days when he used to punch the time clock. Mark can talk about that in a moment. And he provides consulting services as the executive director of Schaefer Marketing Solutions. He is an advisor to B-Squared Media and other tech startups. And as I mentioned earlier, he also has a blog and a podcast. It's called The Marketing Companion, and both are at the top of the charts in the field of marketing blogs and podcasts. He has advanced degrees in marketing and organizational development, and he currently holds seven patents. Pretty impressive, Mark. He is a uh, faculty member of the Graduate Studies Program at Rutgers University, and his inspiring and memorable speaking programs are, are basically pretty much well-received all over the world because he speaks not only on marketing and strategies for content marketing, digital marketing, social media, and personal branding, but he's very proud because he can customize his talks for really any audience at all. A few of his clients, you may have heard of them, Adidas, Johnson & Johnson, maybe Dell, we've all heard of Pfizer, right, especially in today's world, and the U.S. Air Force and U.K. government as well. He is the best-selling author of not one, but nine pathfinding books, including the first book ever written on influencer marketing. So I think he is the perfect guest to talk to us today about influencer marketing. And he is also a popular and entertaining commentator. He's appeared on many national television programs, including and obviously mentioned in periodicals such as The Wall Street Journal, Wired, The New York Times. I could go on and on, Mark. CNN, National Public Radio, CNBC, the BBC and CBS News. He's also a contributing columnist to the Harvard Business Review and Entrepreneur Magazine. And now he can add to his list of credits. He's been a guest on Digital Marketing Influence for Entrepreneurs by Engage. So Mark, welcome to today's show. Thank you for being our guest expert. And we're so happy to have you here. Yes, I'd like to thank the Academy. <laughs> that was quite an introduction. Thank you. Hey, you've earned it, Mark. So, you know, you gave me a lot to pull from when it came to giving your introduction today, and I didn't want to leave anything out. I actually probably could have added more. So thank you. we're excited to have you here. And today you're going to teach us really how to take advantage of this growing trend of influencer marketing now and into the future. Right. Um, before we get into today's talk, though, I do want to remind those of you who are joining us to let us know where you're joining us from. This is all about being interactive. Mark is here and he would love to take questions and comments. So if you, if you have any questions during any point of the show, you can drop them right in the comment section. If you're watching on LinkedIn Live or on Facebook right now, we are also streaming live to YouTube. 
And we also want to welcome you and thank you for joining us. So I'm live right now in Wyzetta, Minneapolis, Wyzetta slash Minneapolis, Minnesota. Mark is in Knoxville, Tennessee. Drop us a comment in the comment section. Let us know where you're joining us from. Okay, I got my business out of the way, Mark. Enough about me and engage. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about influencer marketing. But the first question I want to ask you, because I think it will help us understand why influencer marketing is so important. Tell us a little bit about the path that actually led you to starting your blog and your podcast, The Marketing Companion, because that's that's you right there becoming an influencer in your very own niche, isn't it? It is. That was certainly the beginning, Marissa. And um, I spent most of my career in uh, in corporate America. I worked in uh, marketing for a Fortune 100 company and just had an amazing experience where I had to, I had just about every kind of marketing job you can think of on a global level and uh, started my own business. And this was at a time when social media was really starting to get hot. It's going mainstream and and businesses are, are trying to figure out what do we do with this thing? It's, I mean, this was a whole new animal. If you can imagine 2006, 2007, 2008, so to learn about this, uh, I was a consultant. I was a teacher. I needed to immerse myself in social media, learn Twitter, learn Facebook, and I started a blog. The blog really um, was a learning exercise at first. I wasn't completely serious about it. I sort of blogged when I had time to do it. And then about nine months into it, I realized that every business benefit I was realizing for my new business was coming from that blog. And I needed to get serious about content creation, be more mindful about it, be more systematic about it. And so, you know, really I was, I was a, a, an early content creator. You mentioned my podcast. I actually blogged for about five years before I decided to start a podcast. And there's a, actually a lesson there because today there's pressure to sort of be everywhere. And wow. if you're an entrepreneur or a small business, you only have limited resources. And wherever you choose to be, you have to be great. And you can't be great in five places. You've got to choose your path, master that, build your audience. And so this was a big decision for me to diversify into podcasting, but I had to do it in a way where I would not let my audience down. I had to build my audience. So the, fo the focus is just on, on great quality, consistency, and, and, and serving my audience. Where things started to take a shift in terms of the trajectory of my career, how it relates to influence marketing, um, I began to realize around 2011 that this shift was going on in the world where power was moving from media companies to us, hmm. to you and I, that anybody with a, a keyboard and a Wi-Fi connection could exert our influence in the world. We could have a voice. We could have an audience. And if you think about this in historical terms, this is amazing. 
I mean, how, how else, if I didn't have a blog, would I be talking to you today, right? You'd have to see me on TV or something. And you know what? That's someone else's choice. That's a gatekeeper saying, I think Mark is important. I'm going to you know, elevate him in this world. Today, it doesn't matter who you are, where you are, what color your skin is, how much money you have, who you're married to, doesn't matter. You can create influence in the world. And this is so important. This is endlessly fascinating. And as you said, in 2012, recognizing this trend and how marketing was about to be upended forever, I wrote this book in 2012 called Return on Influence, predicted that in two years, this is going to be a mainstream trend. And that was a prediction I got right. I'd say you got the prediction right. I'd say you hit a home run there. And you just brought up so many in just such, such a short time. You brought up so many key pieces of how to be successful in influencer marketing. And, you know, right away, I heard you say consistency is key, right? Not letting your audience down, but also the need to build an audience. You know, it's not it's not if you build it, they will come. You have to work on building your audience, right? And I think that's very important. This isn't an overnight success type of a, right. type of a, a, a pathway. Hey, before we get into um, some of the some of the things we're going to talk about, of course, I've got guests tuning in and they want to say hello to you, Mark. So Tom is joining us, Tom Smith. Um, also, Mayanek, I think is how I pronounce that, from India is mm -hmm. joining us. Hello, and my friends from India. I've so yes. I've so many blog readers in India. It's the number two country on my blog. And they say content marketing and influencer marketing are both the kings of the marketing world. And I'd have to agree. So mm -hmm. thank you so much for joining us today and also leaving a comment. Start thinking of questions that you guys might have about influencer marketing because it is something that we talk about a lot in general. I'm an influencer. Oh, yeah, I heard an influencer talking about that. Or, you know, I'm thinking of starting a podcast or there's a podcast I listen to every week. I think she, the host is amazing or there's a lot of buzz about this, but a lot of people don't understand what it takes to either become an influencer or what it takes to get an influencer on board, right, with, with, with your product or your brand. Um, can I go ahead and pop up our show outline for sure. our audience? Sure, sure. Let's do that. So we've got some really great things that we're going to go over during our, our talk with Mark today. We'll start with, you know, why influencer marketing is so important just in general. That's really what we're talking about today. And then some of the subtopic that we'll talk about is the research, what the research is telling us about influencer marketing. And Mark, I know, has a ton of great information on that. He's going to talk about some of the trends that we're seeing in influencer marketing. Also, the challenges businesses face with influencer marketing. And then how do you connect on board and work with the right influencer? Really, how do we do it? Because that's a big question everybody has. So let's just kick things off with that high level, you know, quick discussion on why is influencer marketing so important right now, Mark, in your opinion and from your experience? Yeah, there's, there's a lot of reasons. And I think question number one and question number two might start to blur together a little bit. Absolutely. You know, I often cite research. I mean, I, I, I tend to not just give my opinion about things, but have it sort of backed up with what's really going on in the world. I think the most important thing is that if you look at traditional marketing and advertising, it just doesn't work like it used to. 
<laughs> brands were built on advertisements, right? That's yeah. how big brands like, for example, like Coca-Cola were, were built on, on advertisements. That's why we, when we think of Coca-Cola, we don't think of colored sugar water. We think of polar bears, right? But we live in a world today where we don't see ads. I watch more TV than I've ever watched in my life, but I watch Netflix. I watch Amazon Prime. I watch Disney Plus. I watch The Mandalorian. And there aren't any ads. I listen to music all, all the time, but I listen to Spotify or maybe I listen to audiobooks. So people are paying a premium to get great content that and doesn't contain up. ads. Right, drown so out the ads. In the last five years, for many de demographic groups, consumption of advertising is down 95%. And even if they see ads, we don't believe them. 80% of adult Americans don't believe brands. The Edelman Trust Barometer has shown, shown now that for 13 consecutive years, trust in companies, brands, and advertising has declined. Now, who do we trust? We trust each other. Mm. We trust our friends. We trust our family. We trust, by the way, Business founders, technical experts, entrepreneurs are very high. So we trust each other. We trust humans. And in, especially with this younger generation, they want to know who are the people at these companies and at these organizations? What do they do? How do they operate? How do they lead? What do they stand for? And increasingly, the personal brand is the brand especially for small to medium-sized companies. Now, it's really difficult for a big company to pull this off, but one example might be Tesla. Mercedes-Benz, which would be a competitor to Tesla, spends more than $900 per car on advertising. Tesla, Tesla spends zero. Now, why? What's, what's, what's making this brand? What's creating this brand? A lot of it has to do with Elon Musk. Now, he's an imperfect person. Either love him or you hate him. But he's the greatest entrepreneur and innovator, perhaps, of our generation. And he's admired by a lot of people. He's an engineer that people admire. And he is the face of the company. We love him. We know him. We trust him. Who do we love at Ford? Who do we love at Mercedes-Benz? I don't know. So increasingly, the personal brand is the brand. And, and, and that's why influence can be so, uh, so important. You touched on a really good point, too. The idea that it's true. We trust the people in our circles. Or we often trust and look up to, obviously, the people that we admire right? Mm -hmm. Like Elon Musk or like celebrities or like people who, especially on social media or on the internet, seemingly have this perfect life that we deep down want to have. So mm -hmm. it makes sense that more companies, if they can, and it's the right fit, you know, would want to make that transition to influencer marketing. Hey, you know what this makes me think of though, when we talk about advertising, 
the very beginning of influencer marketing almost was these paid spokesperson positions. Right. It was. was. Was Jennifer Aniston talking well, about? Well, the first, the first one was Charlie Chaplin. And what was he the uh, spokesperson he, for? Uh, cigarettes. <laughs> oh, no way. Oh, Actually, wow. the, first, the, the first two real celebrity influencers were Charlie Chaplin and the American baseball player, Babe Ruth, who made uh, more money uh, hawking cigarettes and hot dogs that he did playing baseball. Wow. He, he actually had a manager to manage his, his sponsorship contracts. So that's sort of, you know, there's, there's three different, this, this, this actually brings up a good topic mm-hmm. because I know I'm jumping around a little bit, but let's just that's go okay. with the flow. That's you know, okay. one of your questions was about one of the mistakes that, that companies make. Mm-hmm. And one of the mistakes is, is lumping influencers into one category. So a lot of people, when they think of influencers, maybe they think of a movie star, or maybe they think of some kid with baggy jeans on a skateboard selling energy drinks or something, right? Right. That's not really fair. Now, I divide influencers into three different categories. Okay. Some people do eight, some people do 15. I think that's a little too complicated. I think for our purposes, three is plenty. So the first one is, as you mentioned, celebrity influencers, all right? Kim Kardashian, George Clooney. You know what? They stand for a certain image. They have a certain brand. And if it's important for maybe your luxury good, you want to be associated with that image, then you hire them and it's going to increase sales. Now, this is purely a transactional relationship. You pay uh, you know, Kim Kardashian a quarter of a million dollars for one tweet. And that's going to be the end of it. She's not going to come and say hi to your employees or anything. So that's number one. Now, the second type would be content creators. These are self-made influencers. I would put myself in this category. I would not be known today if I hadn't started blogging, if I didn't have a podcast, if I hadn't written books, if I hadn't been out speaking and and being on wonderful shows like this. So it takes consistent work, a generous heart. You need to sort of be in tune with what's going on so you can be relevant and helpful. And, you know, it's, it's a lot of work, but it's something that, that really anybody could do. Um, and I'll just mention, I wrote a book called Known. It's uh, right there, Known, which is the path to, in, to, to becoming a, a known, an influencer in the digital age. Not famous. I don't want to make you a celebrity. You're not going to be Kim Kardashian, but you could be known. You could be the go-to person because the person who's known is going to have a permanent and sustainable advantage in the industry, you're going to get the calls returned. You're going to have new new doors being opening, open. You're going to be invited to be on shows like this, right? Because you're known and your competitors aren't. Now, when this is what most people think of when they think of as in, of influencers, it's these content creators, right? Now, this could be a transactional relationship. Some content creators expect to be paid. They need to be paid, but not always. What's most important is a a fair 
value exchange. I've done work for companies because they give me access. I get to talk, talk to executives and see technology that nobody else is seeing. I can use this in my blog, in my university classes, in my books. So there's lots of ways to work with content creators. It's, and it's not necessarily, it doesn't necessarily mean it has to be money. The third type are advocates. Now, these are also sometimes called micro-influencers, nano-influencers. These are people typically with 10,000 or less followers, but they love to create content and talk about their favorite brands for one simple reason. They love it. They can't get enough of it. Send me more. Send me more. Tell me I'm doing a good job and I'm going to keep going. And this is an important trend because more and more businesses, especially in B2C, are starting to move toward these short-term relationships with these advocates rather than some of these more complicated long-term relationships that might be required for content creators. So, so those are really the three categories. Advocates, by the way, they can really sell stuff because they've got an audience who loves them and believes in them. And they say, hey, I just tried this laundry detergent and it's amazing. They're going to sell laundry detergent. So those, I can't remember the original question. I got off, I went on a <laughs> rant there for a minute, but uh, <laughs> no, that was, that's so a helpful description, right? I no, mean, that's, great. that's a we big mistake that companies make is just, you know, kind of having one image of what influencers are. And it's much more nuanced than that. Well, and like you said, some people may try to break it down into eight or 10 different categories, but yeah. I think you did a really good job breaking, yeah. breaking it into three main categories. You've got your celebrity influencers, your content creators, and then really the advocates or the right. micro influencers. Right. Um, if you're just joining us, welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence for Entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Marissa Morgan. We're joined today with Mark Schaefer, and he's not only an, an incredible keynote speaker and best-selling author, but he consults businesses in really all aspects of digital marketing, social media. And today we're talking about influencer marketing. And a way to become an influencer is really to do something like what we're doing right now, right? And this is really something that Mark took, you know, he practices what he preaches and he's got his own blog and his own podcast in the works. And it's it's one of the, the top marketing blogs and podcasts out there. So you practice what you preach, but also you put the time in to grow it, to be consistent and to build your audience. And those are three key things we need to remember anytime you're doing something um, anytime you're creating something and you want it to continue to grow, you have to nurture it. Um, I did get a question and I do want to put it up because you just started talking about the B2C and B2B kind of aspects of influencer marketing. So um, our guest who's watching from India, Maya, Mayank, my, 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 my is that right? Yeah. Um, has a question for you, Mark. He says, I have been freelancing for about two and a half years and I've had many B2C and B2B clients. Yeah. It was always easier to find influencers for B2C brands, but for B2B, I've always faced some trouble. Yeah. Finding a genuine influencer for B2B is a challenge. Can you please let me know maybe how to approach an influencer for the B2B clients? 
Yeah, well, that's a great question. And um, that's really the world I live in. I mean, I don't do a lot of work in B2C. I'm primarily B2B. I've worked with Dell, I've worked with Microsoft, I've worked with SAP, I've worked with uh, a, a lot of big companies, um, either as an influencer or helping them with different influence programs. One of the things that's so interesting, it's, it's a major development, I think, is that the sophistication of, of the influence marketing outreach is really amazing these days at, at the companies who are doing it well in terms of how they do it, how often they do it, how they handle it, the professionalism. For example, I worked with Dell for about six or seven years and comparing the beginning versus the end, they treated influencers like a member of the press, like an analyst. So it was, you know, it, it was really uh, very, very uh, rewarding to see that progress. In terms of outreach and how do you find influencers for B2B, I think the, the best idea is to talk to, I, I don't know what kind of company is, but just for argument's sake, let's talk about, let's say, let's say it's maybe a tech company or, you know, a company like Engage is offering a software platform. The best thing to do is talk to people in the company, especially uh, developers or, or customers, and say, who do you believe in? Who do you follow? Who do you read? Uh, there's a lot of different software programs out there to help you identify influencers, and they range from you know very inexpensive to very expensive and sophisticated. They kind of help. But I think the greatest guidance you could get is to just talk to people who are thought leaders in your customer company and say, who's, what blogs do you read? What videos do you watch? What podcasts do you listen to? They'll tell you who's influencing them. And that's a really good first start in terms of connecting to B2B influencers. That makes complete sense because... And uh, tell me if you agree with the way my brain's processing this. In order to find the right match, right, the right influencer for your need, it's not just about how many followers they have or how important they appear or what they've done. There kind of has to be a like-minded energy, right, yeah. or yeah. A genuine interest, or that influencer needs to have the audience that you're hoping to reach. If you yeah. are an organic food company, yeah. you probably are not going to be a match with an influencer that only blogs about chocolate and Cheetos, even if they have 20 million followers, yeah. that's not going to make sense. So I think that's a great idea is like you yeah. said, talking with people in the company, finding out who they're influenced by and who they're following and, and find out, find out where there's an influencer that has a similar niche. Well, I think, you know, th there's there's really no shortcut to doing it right. Um, one of the things you mentioned is 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 the audience, and here's one of the biggest problems in influence marketing, is that almost every influence marketing program is based on follower counts because it's easy. You can see how many Twitter followers they have, but those are weak relational links. You need to dig deeper. 
what's going on with their blog? What's going on with their podcast? How many subscribers do they have to a video series? How much engagement? How much growth is going on there? And it's, it's really frustrating to me, Marissa, that so much influence marketing is just, they're just looking at some follower number and that doesn't really represent power. That's not the most important audience. The most important audience might be an email subscription list and you're never going to know what that is right. unless you talk to the influencer. Right. The second important point is that there has to be an alignment with values. This is another thing that's overlooked. Maybe the person is a technical expert, but they're an awful person. They say mm -hmm. awful things. They do awful things. And eventually they're going to embarrass you. And you have to remember that if you create, especially in B2B, most of those relationships are long-term because it might be a complex technology or something like that. If you create a long-term relationship with an influencer, they're going to be, they could be the best known representative of your company. Now, if you were hiring someone like that, you'd want to do extensive interviews. You'd want to, um, uh, you'd want to vet them. You'd want to talk to others in the industry. Hiring an influencer or working with, with an influencer, it's just as important as connecting with a new employee for your company. So look at everything, especially not just the content and the audience, but the values. That's a really good point because I feel like in today's day and age, people get so excited and they put the cart before the horse. Yes. Oh my gosh, this person wants to work with me. This is what I, I've heard, right? This person wants to work with me. They have 200 million followers, right? I'll just give it a real big number. Mm -hmm. And they've worked with other brands like this and that and the other, right? Mm -hmm. And then let's fast forward to, okay, well, maybe we learn a lot of those followers were originally bought. Yeah. And then we learn that maybe they are going through like a very messy public divorce, but then there's also like some legal issues with substances. <laughs> it's like you then start just going down this awful rabbit hole of, oh dear, like now my brand is now basically associated with all these like deep, dark, yucky skeletons and maybe these things that have been said in the past that are, it's just, you got to do your due diligence. And like you said, I like that, that analogy of hiring an influencer should be just as, if not more important than hiring an employee because they are truly representing not only your company, but your values, your company values, your morale, the brand, everything. They become the face of the brand. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay, hold on. I'm seeing lots of comments. So I want to make sure to include and acknowledge every single one of you. My Yank says, very insightful. And thank you so very much. You're welcome. And thank you, My Yank, for tuning in. I apologize. I try not to butcher the names. Oh, this is great. So we've got a group of people, uh, Mark, and we call them now the original engagers because they've been tuning in. Our audience is building for our show and they've been tuning in week after week nice. to watch us on our live stream. And Larry is one of those people. Cool. And he just uh, put in, it looks like a comment and a question for you or for us. So let me go ahead and bubble that up. He says, yeah. Larry, thanks for watching, by the way, and joining us. He says, it makes me sad to see the power of influencers today. In fact, there are millions of influencables for influencers to flourish. All my influencers are dead because I'm an old guy. Mark, do you think the wave of influencers is here to stay or will the changes to come in the future of societies, will this also inspire change? That's interesting. Well, 
Interesting take, by the way. And yeah. I, I just want to say, don't be sad about the power of influencers because I think if you didn't hear Mark at the beginning, he said, this is almost great because we're not, um, we're not edited. It's not the TV stations that has to say you're wonderful. Really, anybody can become an influencer. So let's, I'm just putting a positive spin on your comment, Larry. Um, but go ahead. Sorry to take away the well, mic from you. Um, so let me give you a, an example, Larry, and I'm probably older than you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, there's a lot of dead guys that I love too, and gals. <laughs> uh, so I was at a conference recently and, uh, you know, they had this buffet breakfast and I was looking for a place to, to, to sit. So I saw this table. There were two people there who I didn't know. One was from Chicago. One was from Australia. And somehow we got into a conversation about key, about shoes that we, about, you know, shoes. And I just, I, I love keen shoes. They make this sort of hybrid hiking shoe sandal that can literally go anywhere. It can go in water. It can go on hikes. It's indestructible. And I, you know, I'm not a paid influencer. I, you know, no one from Keen knows I exist. Now, then the guy from Chicago said, oh, I love those shoes. I've had them for years. And here's what the guy from Australia said. You know, I haven't heard of that brand. It's not available in Australia. I am going to buy those shoes and take them back to Australia for me. Now, I'm not a paid influencer. In this situation, I would be an advocate, right? It's just like, this is something that I authentically love. Influence doesn't have to be celebrity. It doesn't have to be glamorous. Two thirds of our marketing today is occurring without us. It's not our marketing. Our customers are our marketers. They're driving sales. They're influencing sales. So the idea of influence marketing isn't necessarily, oh my gosh, I have to have a contract with Kim Kardashian. The real mindset behind influence marketing is, how do I create a story so interesting, so authentic, so relevant that people can't wait to share it? That's marketing today. It's really hard to do. But the research shows 10% of the population across every society, across every country are super sharers. Mm. My wife is one. If you're standing next to her in line at the grocery store, she will be telling you about a new find, a new <laughs> restaurant, a new product that she tried. She will tell you everything. She's so excited to share new things. Now, I'm not like that, but 10% of the population is. And if you have a story, a product that's authentic and interesting and conversational, they're gonna find you and they're gonna talk about you. And that's really what influence marketing is about. It's just that simple. It's earning your way into the conversations of people who are influencing your sales. And believe me, it's happening every day. Most of the conversations on social media are about products and brands and movies and things that are being consumed. Nobody wants to talk about politics. Nobody wants to talk about religion. 
they want to talk about a new restaurant that they found. So B2B or B2C, it's really about creating these narratives, these ideas, these stories that earn their way into that two-thirds of the people who are doing, they're your marketing department. Help them out. That's what influence marketing is. Now, this is so interesting. I'm like your wife, by the way. She sounds like an awesome lady and I'd probably love her. Um, <laughs> it's great because the opposites attract too. Um, so, okay. So in terms of Larry's question then, do you think that the, that this is pretty much kind of here to stay then in terms of this shift that's happened. It's going to continue to be influencers and influence marketing. I mean, it's, it's just starting. It's just yeah. starting because we've always had these people who influence sales, but now instead of telling six neighbors, they can tell 6,000 people on Instagram, right? So it's just, it's, it, we have to figure out how do we harness this power? How do we make it work for us? It really, it really requires an entirely new marketing mindset. Uh, this is, this is, this whole topic is what I addressed in the, in this book I wrote called marketing rebellion. Uh, it, it's a wake up call mm -hmm. because marketing traditionally has been iterative. How do we do a little bit better on our SEO? How do we do a little bit better on our Facebook ads? Meanwhile, our customers have moved over here. They have the accumulated knowledge of the human race in the palm of their hands. They can do lots of research and make really good decisions. They need you to come alongside them at their point of need. They have a different expectations. They have different expectations of companies and brands and marketing. And most companies out there are still like in this trough yep. doing marketing that's a, that's, it's a waste of money. We have to think about how do we activate our message in that two thirds and let our customers do the job. The customers are the marketers. We talk about that all the time when it comes to the tools on our platform. You have to be where your customers are and it has to be convenient for them. If you're over here on Facebook doing a whole marketing campaign about something, but your customers are on Instagram or TikTok, you know, you're missing your customers. You're missing the point. Um, but also now customers have infinite choices and it's so easy for them to not do business with one company and to do business with another. So many different choices. So when you have an opportunity to connect or you have the opportunity, um, the research is telling us influencer marketing can really help brands. Obviously, if you have that opportunity, you really have to do your due diligence, do the homework, um, make sure that you're, you know, taking it seriously when you hire a, an influencer. Um, as we learn, that can, you know, very much affect your brand. There's lots that go into obviously finding the right person and setting yourself up for success. Um, Mayank has another comment for us. By the way, Larry says, thanks, Mark. Great explanation and good subject for next shows, brand advocates versus influencers. Larry, thank you so much for joining us today. And that was a great question. Mayank says, influencer marketing is super important because people, our potential customers, want to connect with people, our influencers, and not only brands. That is a perfect, perfect way to put that into words. Human touch is necessary for every company. Isn't that the truth, Mark? Yeah, well, I, I recently wrote uh, a post on my blog that said that 
there's really only two ways to differentiate your company. And of course, everybody in marketing wants to figure out how do we differentiate our company, right? The first way is to have something truly distinctive, like something that you can patent or something that is truly exclusive. Like you have a product that nobody else can make, so people have to buy it from you. Or you own a location that no one else can, can get into, uh, maybe a, a, you know, a place at an airport. And so they don't have a choice but to buy from you. But most companies aren't like that. They need to find a way to differentiate through their product offering, through their service, through their promotion, through their pricing. And guess what? Your competitors can copy everything. Unless you've got exclusive and distinctive, your, com your, customer, your com competitors can copy everything except one thing, how you connect with your customers, how you communicate with your customers. That's the only true point of differentiation for almost any company. And so, again, that, 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 that sort of gets into Mayank's point here about this emotion, this human connection, that is the point of differentiation. That's why I talked about this book, Marketing Rebellion. The subtitle is, The Most Human Company Wins. It does. Also, by the way, The Most Human Podcast, The Most Human Video Series, The Most Human Books, The Most Human Insurance Agencies, The Most Human Nonprofits, because that's what we want. We, did, we don't have advertising consumption in our DNA. We have human relationships and connection in our DNA. We want to be belong. We want to be recognized, acknowledged. We, we want to, you know, have friends. And uh, those are the, <laughs> I, I taught a class a couple weeks ago. This young guy from Germany said, Mr. Schaefer, after listening to you for a couple of days, it occurs to me that great marketing means treating people like they're your friend. <laughs> I think it really is that simple when you get down to it. If yeah. you're doing things, if you're doing things that people hate, stop it. <laughs> right. Seriously, though, think about it. If you're being lied to, who wants to be lied to? Nobody wants to be lied to, not by their right. friends, not by a company. Who wants to be cheated? Who wants to feel like they were taken as a fool? Who yeah. wants to be put on the back burner like they're not important? All of these things we want from friendships in a perfect world. We'd love for we'd love for the, the, the Mercedes-Benz company to personally write us a thank you note and send us a bottle of champagne when we purchase a Mercedes. And maybe they do that. That'd be something <laughs> they should do if they're spending $900 per car in marketing. But yeah. adding a more human touch to any marketing campaign and just the entire brand presence it's true. People connect with people. They don't connect with brands. People connect with people. They don't connect with logos. It's really interesting. Yeah. Hey, you guys, Larry, thank you for your great comments and questions. Mayank also great comments and questions. If you have any other comments or questions, definitely get them into the comment section now because we're kind of starting to wrap up our show. Although, Mark, I feel like I could talk to you for days on this, this and other topics. So um, let's just kind of... Um, kind of start to end our talk here with with some of the trends you're seeing because I remember when you and I first connected you talked about this trend that you know it used to be where influencers were you know really in their niche 
they were either being educational or they were giving information. They were showing people how things like that. And now you've said that there's a little bit more of a trend towards just being entertained and the entertainment factor. How yeah. is that impacting influencer marketing? Yeah, it's interesting. I was thinking about that when, when Larry was asking his question, because he mentioned how he was like sad by all these influencers. And certainly it can be weird and intimidating to see a lot of these young people who are becoming, you know, millionaires and superstars by, you know, kind of doing crazy things on, on TikTok. I do think that this is a very interesting uh, development and a very far reaching trend. So in the early days of social media, the, the, the content creators that became influencers were subject matter experts. So you could have an influencer on travel. You could have an influencer on cars. You could have an influencer on home decor. You could have a, a, an influencer on, you know, hair design because these passionate, just regular people, they're obsessed with what they do. They love what they do. They live and breathe cars and design and art and music or whatever it is. So they're a subject matter expert, and that's how you became an influencer. Now, in the last few years, the, the way people are creating influence is sort of moving from blogs and posts on LinkedIn and podcasts to short-form form video mm -hmm. on Snapchat and TikTok. So it's sort of a function of the evolution of the social media platforms. And the young people coming up today are under a tremendous amount of pressure to perform because that's how you stand out on Snapchat or TikTok. Someone once said to be a star on Snapchat, you have to be random and goofy. That made me realize why I will never be a star <laughs> on Snapchat because no one ever said, that Mark Schaefer is a random and goofy guy. So, I mean, that's not my cup of tea. Now, I also want to say, I think this is amazing and empowering. I am not saying anything negative about young people who want to be a star on TikTok. Go for it. Have fun. Don't leave anything on the table, right? I predict TikTok is the minor league's for Hollywood and television studios. The people who are going to be the stars of tomorrow are on TikTok today. So it is what it is. It's not good or bad. It's just a lot different mm -hmm. that new influencers are not necessarily subject matter experts. They're entertainers. Right. So it's just a different way to look at the world. How is it going to turn out? You know, I don't know. We'll have, to, we'll have to wait a few years, but it is different and it is significant. So interesting and so much yet to so much yet to be enjoyed, discovered and learned as this this trend continues and uh, continues to evolve as the social media platforms also evolve. Um, I think we can agree that TikTok and Snapchat and YouTube 
were kind of the platforms that lent themselves easily to this idea of influencer marketing and creating content. But now Instagram and Facebook, all the social media platforms are also starting to change so that they can accommodate this growing trend. Wouldn't you agree? I think that's an important point that we, we, we can't run our businesses based on what we wish for. We have to run our businesses with an open mind, open eyes, open heart, and, and run our businesses on what is. Snapchat, especially TikTok, they are significant. This is where, these are the new tastemakers. These are where the new you know, stars are being created. This is where fashion is being created. It's where music is being discovered. It's where new products are being discovered. You know, I'm not going to be a TikTok star, but I'm going to know enough about it to realize how it works and make a smart decision. Will this work for my customers or not? Right. I don't have to create TikTok videos to really understand TikTok. So I'm just sort of embracing the world as it is and trying to understand so that I can give the best advice to my customers and and really not be defensive about it or, you know, wish for the good old days. Uh, you know, there's a lot of exciting, amazing things happening right now. You know, I, I, I think there's never been a more exciting time to be in marketing than right now. It's a difficult time, uh, but it's also exciting because so much is changing, not just with the platforms, but the new behaviors, the new expectations that are coming out of the pandemic. Right. M marketing is being reimagined right now. That's a topic for a whole new show. We'll have to do that again someday. Totally. I pick <laughs> you up on that offer, Mark. Well, Larry says, thank you, Marissa and Mark. Great time. By the way, Mark, I'm a baby boomer born in 1960. I'm right there with you, brother. Oh, Larry, thank you again for tuning in and continuing to tune in to our bi-weekly shows. You know, having these live interactions, the comments, the questions, as Mark shared, it's we all desire that human experience, that human touch. So when we get here, we, you know, we Mark's obviously in Knoxville. Knoxville. Why did I say it like that? Knoxville. Mark's in Knoxville. I'm in Minnesota. I think Larry's in Brazil, if I'm not mistaken. Sao Paulo, Brazil. My Yank is in India. It's so cool that we can come together, have these talks, help each other, learn, grow, engage. Um, I think that's what it's really all about. Uh, and my Yank says, very insightful, big capital letters for those of you listening on the podcast with a light bulb. I love it, my Yank. Can't wait to join next time. Very cool. Well, I'd love to just ask you one last question. And we touched on it. How do you connect with an influencer? But if we could do a fun, you know, a fun little impromptu kind of improv, what happens um, when you find the right influencer? You think you found the right influencer, Mark. And you've interviewed them. You've done the background work. You feel like they are in line with your morals. You feel like they're willing to work with you. Let's say they're a content creator, right? Not a celebrity, but they're in that second category. What is the next step? Do we, do we work out a contract with that, you know, content creator? Do you tend to see influencers on a, you know, timeline contract? Are they for certain numbers of posts or or content created like, you know, per piece, like what are a couple of things or trends or pieces of information you can share with us in terms of how we make it work with that influencer when we find them? Well, first I just wanted to 
compliment you and thank you for having such a great show and being so well prepared for such an interesting conversation today. And this is an example of being human at its best. Because as you said, we've gathered people from around the world. They see our faces, they see our smiles, our heart, our passion. And we're using technology to take down barriers between people. And that is very, very human. That's as human as you can get. So good job on that, Marissa. Thank you so much. That's the nicest thing anyone said to me live. So I am all about that. We might have to take that and roll it into a testimonial on our page. That was you know, really that's going to become a gif somewhere, probably. I, I love it. So, Thank you so much. And I want to say same for you. You've been an engaging guest, yeah. and I like shows. And you know, we do two shows a week, and we have wonderful guests every week. But you know, sometimes there's a show where I just feel like we could talk forever. We're just scratching the iceberg, the tip of the yeah. iceberg, as they say. So. That's right. what gets me excited. And I know that's what gets our guests excited because it gets us thinking, what's yeah. next? What can we do? How can I be a part of this? Maybe my company can use this strategy or this tool. So thank you. And bravo to you too on being such a great guest. Well, thank you. And, you know, in terms of connecting with an influencer, you have to start with what are your goals, right? Because sometimes you want awareness, you want Fast awareness, especially if you're a startup with limited time and limited money, you got to you know create awareness right away. Maybe it's sales, and so you know if you want awareness, you're going to look for the biggest, most effective content creator. Maybe if you need quick sales, you're going to connect with advocates. You don't need a long-term relationship; you just need to send them some product samples or or something mm-hmm. like that. I recently worked on a project where we just needed content, right? We needed pictures of people using the product, posing with the product. And, you know, instead of, you know, we're in a, we're in a pandemic. I can't hire professional photographers and have people follow them around, right? So we used influencers to create content that we could repurpose for, uh, marketing materials, they're creating the content. So there could be lots of different goals. So it has to start with the goal. Okay. So first we're figuring out what the goal is yeah. from the influencer. Because that's, that's going to determine, do we, if, it, if we have a highly complicated technology product, we may want to talk to these people every month. We want, we may want to involve them in our product development, right? If we're selling, you know, laundry detergent, maybe we just want to send a sample. We just need to, you know, do find out who are the bloggers or vloggers out there who might love something like that, contact them, send them a sample and never hear from them again, or maybe contact them again in a year. So it's, it's really like a map of almost infinite options, but it all starts with what's your goal and then what's your budget What's your time frame? And then you map your strategy from there. Goal, budget, timeline, map the strategy. Right. Simple, easy steps to start working with an influencer and help to build your brand in today's growing digital world. Great. I love it. Mark, thank you so much for your time today and all of this amazing, invaluable information on influencer marketing because It's a new world that we are embarking in. And as you said, this is just the beginning. 
So we need to adapt to these changes. We need to look at look at our brands, look at our business models, look at our products and figure out if this is a tool that we can use because as we're learning, it's highly effective and it can be fairly easy to implement if you follow Mark's suggestions. Mark, let's share with our audience how they can connect with you after today's show. If they want to learn more about influencer marketing, if they're looking to hire you to be a speaker at an event, they can connect with you right on LinkedIn, Mark W. Schaefer. For those of you listening on the podcast, we spell Mark's name, (laughs) M-A-R-K, middle initial W, last name S-C-H-A-E-F-E-R. But you don't even have to remember how to spell my name because my website is so easy to remember. It's businessesgrow.com. And if you can remember Businesses Grow, you can find all of my books. And I just added something, Marissa, actually, on that book page. There's a little uh, functionality on there that wherever you are in your career or your life or your entrepreneurial journey, I have the right books recommended for you in the order you should read them. Oh, that's cool. There's something for everybody. I've got a blog. I blog every single week. I give away my best ideas. I have a podcast. We're in our ninth year of our show, Marketing Companion. It's in the top 1% of all podcasts on iTunes. It's also the funniest business podcast you'll ever listen to. Uh, And there's lots of other ways to connect with me on my site. You can find my social media connections and there's a place anybody in the world can sign up for an hour of my time just go under consulting and and you know i just it's i want to be available to talk to anyone that's having marketing or business problems and you can find that all at businessesgrow.com check out mark's website businessesgrow.com you can connect with mark there you can book time with him you can check out all of his books you can learn more about his podcast his blog And I do want to share with those of you who are viewing on the podcast, I'll go ahead and read it, but you can also get a link to a free chapter of Mark's newest, most recent book, Cumulative Advantage. And you can find that at businessesgrow.com forward slash cumulative dash advantage, and then another forward slash. What are we looking at or what are we talking about in this book? Share with our audience really what you're diving into. I know, but I'd rather yeah. hear it from the horse's mouth. Well, it's all about momentum because the mm-hmm. problem, Marissa, we sort of touched on it today, is the, the big question on everyone's mind is how do we stand out? How can we be seen? How can we be heard? Maybe that's through influencers, but maybe it's also creating momentum for our own ideas, our businesses, and our lives. And Cumulative Advantage is a book that takes the science of momentum and applies it to normal people and businesses. I love it. Mark, thank you so much for your time today. You were a joy to have on our show. I'm really excited to take our show and put it into the Engage Live show library. If you're just joining us and you missed our show today with Mark, I want to tell you where you can find the replay of his show because our live show library is an incredible place where our show, where Mark's show will live with some other incredible guests. And you can find it at engage.com forward slash live dash show dash library. His show will get put there. will live there probably starting either Friday or Monday. So make sure you bookmark 
ngagge.com forward slash live dash show dash library. So you can see the replay of Mark's show and any of our other wonderful guests as well. Mark, you've been a joy. I had so much fun learning all about influence marketing and influencers, how to find one, how to connect with one, how to pick the right one, what not to do, and um, learn more about the trends in influence marketing. So thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your week in Knoxville, Tennessee, and we'll have to have you back on the future on a future episode of Digital Marketing Intelligence. Thank you, Marissa. Thanks, everyone. Have a great rest of your week, Mark, and thank you so much. Wasn't Mark an incredible guest? Uh, I think I learned more in, in, in 45 to 50 minutes with Mark on influencer marketing than I've learned in the last year. It's an incredible topic. It's an incredible tool that is just getting going, as Mark shared. It's, it's really just starting. So don't think that you missed the ball. Don't think if you don't have an influencer working with you or your brand that it's too late. As we learned from Mark, there's so many different categories of influencers. And if you're looking for more information on how to utilize an influencer or how to even engage in influence marketing, don't forget, you can reach out to Mark. He's willing to make himself available to you and you can find him at his website. So easy to remember, businessesgrow.com. You can even book an hour of your time with Mark. So check him out at businessesgrow.com. Also connect with him on LinkedIn. Shoot him a message when you connect with him. Let him know you saw him on the Engage Show, Digital Marketing Intelligence for Entrepreneurs. Okay, I've got just a moment with you, and we're going to dive into this week's Engage Digital Marketing News of the Week. This week, we're talking about one of the platforms, Twitter, and how they are growing into e-commerce by testing something called the Shop Module. So Twitter is testing a new feature in the e-commerce area, which allows shoppers to go all the way from discovering new products to purchasing them. It's called the Shop Module, and it's a dedicated space at the very top of a profile where businesses can now showcase their products. When people visit a profile with the shop module enabled, they can scroll through a carousel of products and tap through a single product to learn more about the product and then learn how to purchase it in the in-app browser without having to leave Twitter. So just another way our social media apps are making it easier for B2C companies especially and influencers to continue to boost sales and continue to grow their brands. Weigh in, tell me what you think about it. I'd love to hear. And if you're just joining us and missed the show, I do wanna let you know we have got a bi-weekly show. Every single week we aim to bring you two shows, usually Tuesdays, Thursdays, an occasional Wednesday. And our next show will actually be just tomorrow. Tomorrow, Thursday, August 26th at 2 p.m. Our guest expert is a Princeton graduate. Her name is Maisha Walker, and she'll be teaching us how to stop wasting money on Facebook and Instagram ads. She's a Princeton graduate. She's also a contributor for Inc. Magazine, and she's going to help us stop wasting money on Facebook and Instagram ads tomorrow, Thursday, August 26th at 2 p.m. Eastern. Now, if you're just tuning in, again, you missed the show, I wanna encourage you to, of course, join me tomorrow for our next show, but also I'd love for you to connect with us on our Engage Company page on LinkedIn. Please support us, support our live stream show. It's a continuing educational series where we bring you wonderful guest experts in the digital marketing arena. We talk about all kinds of topics from 
influence marketing to how to use your CRM, different ways to connect with your customer. Tomorrow we're talking about Facebook ads and Instagram ads. We talk about the power of live streaming and video, all wonderful topics in the digital marketing arena. And if you think that you know somebody who would be a guest on our show, definitely connect with us at our Engage company page on LinkedIn, N-G-A-G-G-E. Look for the colorful rainbow cog. And you can also, of course, email me as well if you have a topic idea for, for our show, or maybe you think you would be a great guest for our show as well. My email is marissa.m, that's M-A-R-I-S-S-A dot M at N-G-A-G-G-E dot com. And of course, you're welcome to connect with me as well on LinkedIn, the Marissa Morgan. That's all the time I have for today. I do want to thank you all so much for joining us, welcoming our guest expert, Mark Schaefer. Connect with him on LinkedIn. Connect with us, Engage on LinkedIn. Continue to support small, medium, large, all the companies out there who are making changes and really pivoting during the pandemic and incorporating all of different digital marketing strategies into their game because guess what? It's a big world out there. We're all trying to do our best, but don't forget, there are great tools that can help you. Our Engage platform is one of them. 25 plus free forever tools. You can find more about our program at engage.com. Right now, our software is free forever. So sign up, use our incredible tools to engage with your customers where they are, make their customer experience the best it can be, and then keep those customers loyal and happy and your business and your brand will continue to grow in 2021 and beyond. On behalf of myself and the entire team at Engage, I want to thank you so much for joining us, and I'll see you tomorrow where we welcome our guest, Maisha Walker. Thanks again, and have a great day.